Welcome to this podcast, Magnified Word. My name's Jim Drinks. The topic of this episode is giving thanks. And we're going to see that thankfulness is supposed to be a dominating aspect of the Christian life. And in order to be thankful, we first must know of all that we have in Christ and also the glorious future that's ahead of us after Jesus Christ returns. And then we can be thankful all the time. The first scripture I want to read is in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Starting in verse 16. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We are to give thanks in everything, no matter what situation we are in, we're to always be giving thanks, and that's God's will for us. And shortly before this, in Thessalonians, it talked about how Christ is going to come back and gather the church to himself, the Christians who are alive and the Christians who are dead at that time. And then we're always going to be with him. So knowing of that glorious future that's ahead of us can be a great thing to help us to give thanks in all circumstances. Luke chapter 17 Here's a record of a man who got great deliverance and then gave thanks. Starting in verse 12 Speaking of Jesus Christ here it says And as he entered into a certain village there met him ten men that were lepers which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. Leprosy was a terrible disease, and there was this man who got healed of it, and noticed that he was healed, and then he glorified God with a loud voice, and gave thanks. And I wanted to read this record because God's word also makes it clear that we have received a great deliverance in Jesus Christ. Because of Adam's sin, we were born into a bad condition of being sinners by nature and not having spirit life. 
God gave his only begotten son. And now that we believed on him, we have a new spirit nature that we can walk in and we have eternal life. And so it's important to to read about the condition that we are in before believing on Jesus Christ and and now all that we are in Jesus Christ. Read Romans, read Ephesians. And then that'll enable us to be very thankful. Colossians chapter 1. Thankfulness comes up a lot in the book of Colossians. And in chapter 1, Paul and Timothy were praying for the saints in Colossae, different things for their spiritual growth and maturity. And one thing they prayed for was here in verse 12, that they would be giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Colossians chapter 2. Verse 6. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. So we want to know who we are in Christ and what we have in Christ, and then walk in Christ, and then be overflowing with thanksgiving. And when it's so living in our hearts that we're walking in it, then we will be overflowing with thanksgiving. Colossians chapter 3. Verse 15. And let the peace of God, according to the Greek text, it should read, the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Ephesians 2 talked about Jesus Christ making peace through the blood of his cross and reconciling. Jews and Gentiles to God in one body. And we are to let that peace of Christ rule in our hearts here together in this one body. And we are to be thankful. And then verse 16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching 
and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Whatever we do, and everything we do, we are to do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we are to give thanks to God by Him. So in everything that we do, we are to give thanks to God. And consider Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 1, be therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you, as become a saint's. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. See, even to the point of the words that come out of our mouths, it shouldn't be foolish talking or mocking, but it should be giving thanks. In the words that we speak, there should be giving thanks. And so I trust that you're seeing that thankfulness is to pervade and dominate every aspect of our lives now that we're Christians. Romans chapter 1. In Romans 1, it talks about the gospel of Christ and the righteousness of God being revealed in that gospel. And then it talks about the wrath of God being revealed because of the rebellious sin nature that man is in because of descending from Adam. And there's great learning in it for us. We'll start in verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth and unrighteousness and that should be translated as who hold down or suppress the truth because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Man can see, just from looking at the world around him, 
just from looking at the creation, that there's a God and that he's powerful. But man, in his rebellious sin nature, inherited from Adam, chose not to glorify God and not to be thankful. And see, God lists a lack of thankfulness as one of man's chief errors. So you see, thankfulness is very important. Philippians chapter 4. God's word also shows us that thankfulness is to be a big part of our prayers. Verse 6. It says to be careful, meaning to be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. So, when we pray, along with making specific requests to God, we should be giving thanks. And then verse 7 says, The peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Colossians chapter 4. Verse 2. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. See, we are to continue in prayer, give persistent attention to prayer with thanksgiving. Something else that you see a lot in God's Word is that we are to be thankful for the other saints, for the other Christians in the church. Consider Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 15. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you. See, the Apostle Paul, after he heard of their believing in their love, he didn't stop giving thanks for them. And in fact, you see at the beginning of a lot of the different epistles, the books that were written to different churches, Romans through Thessalonians, you often see at the beginning of those books, Paul and those with him giving thanks for those saints, those believers, those Christians that they were writing to. Consider Philippians chapter 1. Verse 3. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. See, Paul thanked God 
every time he thought of those believers in Philippi, every time he remembered them. First Thessalonians chapter 3. In First Thessalonians 3, verse 9. For what thanks can we render to God again for you, for all the joy wherewith we joy for your sakes before our God? And so that's something that we want to keep in mind also, to be thankful for our brothers and sisters in Christ. We should be so thankful for the others who have believed on Jesus Christ and are part of the church with us. We should be so thankful that we have them to stand with. And, you know, in the world, not everybody is going to support us and, and help us. Not everybody necessarily accepts the gospel. And we ought to be so thankful for those who have believed on Jesus Christ and are here to stand with us. First Timothy chapter 4. God's word also shows that when we eat food, we are to be given thanks. In verse 3, we'll hear in the context in First Timothy chapter 4, it's talking about how there was going to be people who would depart from the right way of believing. And in verse 3, it says they would be forbidding to marry, forbidding people to marry, and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused, nothing to be treated as garbage, if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. See, when we eat food, we're to be given thanks, and and then that food is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. Second Corinthians chapter four. This is our grand finale here. And I want to read verse 15. Here's Paul writing to the believers in Corinth. In verse 15, For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. They were moving God's word. They were speaking the gospel. And so that many more could get saved and receive the grace of God. And that would cause many more people to be giving thanks. And the end result of that giving thanks would be that God would be glorified. So that's another great aspect of giving thanks, is that when we give thanks then God is glorified.